Welcome to the Word from St. Andrews, the weekly preaching podcast of St. Andrews Baptist Church in Columbia, South Carolina. This is Pastor D. Vaughn. I pray that this week's sermon will help you experience a life-giving and life-directing message from God. Give these next few minutes to Him that you may hear the Word from St. Andrews. Paul's letter to the Ephesians, chapter 2. I'm going to read just verse 14. But it gives us such a powerful theme as we gather at the Lord's table today, and especially on this World Communion Sunday. Paul, writing of Jesus, says this. For he himself is our peace who has made the two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. One of my favorite preachers and storytellers, Fred Craddock, told a story about a trip he made back to his hometown in West Tennessee An old high school friend, Fred called him Buck, owned a restaurant. And every time Fred would go home, he would stop by Buck's restaurant, say hello, and he said without fail he would get a piece of pie and a cup of coffee for free. So every trip was the same. He'd come in, he'd say hi, he'd get his pie and coffee, he'd catch up a little bit and then move on with his day. That is until one day, one visit, that turned out very differently. He entered Buck's restaurant, as he'd done so many times before. Hi, Buck, he said, which in his way it was saying, bring on my pie and coffee. When Buck answered, hey, Fred, let's go somewhere else and uh, get a cup of coffee. Fred said, go for coffee. What's the matter? Isn't this still a restaurant? Buck said, I don't know. Sometimes I wonder. So they left. They went somewhere else and sat down. And pretty soon, Buck revealed why he wanted to talk to Fred in private. He said, Fred, did you see the curtain? Of course I saw the curtain. I always see the curtain. What he meant by the curtain was this. That little town, like many small towns, had many shotgun buildings, long, narrow buildings, with two entrances, one at each end, one on the street side and one on the alley side. Well, in the middle of Buck's restaurant hung a curtain that divided it in two, front and back. And everyone in town knew, if you were white, you came in from the street entrance and you ate in the front. If you happened to be black, you came in from the alley entrance 
and ate in the back. It had been that way for many years. But now Buck was asking some big questions about that curtain. And he knew something needed to change. And he said to his friend, Fred, the curtain has got to come down. Good, bring it down, Fred replied. Well, that's easy for you to say. Come in here from out of state and tell me how to run my business. Well, then leave it up. I can't leave it up. Well, then take it down. I can't take it down. Buck was in a dilemma, obviously. And after a while, he summed it up. He said, Fred, if I take that curtain down, I'm going to lose a lot of my customers. But if I leave that curtain up, I'm going to lose my soul. Today, for many congregations around the globe, this is World Communion Sunday. A day when Christians of many denominational traditions speaking different languages and using different methods celebrate our shared faith in Christ by sharing the bread and the cup of the Lord's Supper. But it's also a day for us to ask ourselves a soul-searching question. Have we hung curtains of division that need to be taken down. You see, Jesus came to tear down the barriers that divide us. Three of the four Gospels tell us something that happened the very moment Jesus died on the cross. Matthew in his Gospel says it this way, And when Jesus had cried out in a loud voice, he gave up his spirit. At that moment, the curtain of the temple was torn in two from top to bottom. The curtain in the temple celebrated the people from God's presence in the Holy of Holies. Only the high priest could enter that place, and he only once a year on the Day of Atonement. The Gospels tell us when Jesus gave his life, that curtain that separated sinful humanity from a holy God was torn in two by God's initiative because it was torn from top to bottom. When Paul writes about the meaning of what Jesus came into this world to do. When he writes about his saving work, he speaks of Jesus tearing down all barriers that divide us from God and from each other. We read it a moment ago. Hear it again. For he himself is our peace, who has made the two one, and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. Jesus died on the cross to tear down the curtain that separated us from God 
And he rose from the dead as our living Savior to inspire and empower us to tear down the curtains that divide us from each other. The early church struggled with that an awful lot. The church struggled to tear down curtains that divide God's people. In Galatians 2, we have kind of a juicy story about a church fight. An issue that brought the Apostle Paul into conflict with Simon Peter. That's two pretty big personalities in the early church to be at conflict with each other. Well, at one point, Paul says, Peter understood that anyone who trusts Jesus is a Christian and is therefore someone with whom Peter could share full fellowship without any second thought. But then, some people came from Antioch with a different idea. And they believed you couldn't be the right kind of Christian unless you also followed the practices of the Jewish faith. Well, these meddlesome visitors kind of got inside Peter's head and led him to second-guess himself, and he stopped sharing meals with the Gentile believers. He would only fellowship with the Jewish believers. Well, Paul comes to Antioch and he sees this. And being the meek and mild person that Paul was, he confronted Peter in front of the entire church, telling him that this curtain of separation must be torn down. He said in Galatians 2, How is it then that you force Gentiles to follow Jewish customs? We who are Jews by birth and not Gentile sinners know that a man is not justified by observing the law, but by faith in Jesus Christ. The old ways had become a barrier to the gospel and a curtain of division within the church. And with Paul's leadership, that curtain was torn down. We must do the same thing. We must tear down curtains that divide God's people. We often read this verse from 1 Corinthians as we prepare to share the bread and the cup where Paul writes, For anyone who eats and drinks without recognizing the body of the Lord eats and drinks judgment on himself. I'm sure I read or heard that passage a hundred times before it dawned on me all that it means. Recognizing the body of the Lord doesn't just mean knowing that the bread is a holy symbol of Christ's body. The body of the Lord in this verse is talking about the church, God's people, God's family as the body of Christ. If that's true, and I believe it is, then this verse takes on a new dimension of meaning. When you and I come to the Lord's table, we must recognize that all those who believe in Jesus for salvation are also a part of his body.
And we must examine our attitudes and our actions to see if we're treating all Christians like true brothers and sisters in his family. Now, if we answer this scripture's call and we search our lives thoroughly, what curtains might we find in the church today that need to be torn down? A religious nationalism that cherishes religious freedom in America but does little to promote it in other parts of the world. Putting our personal preferences in worship ahead of our purpose in worship, which is to lift high the cross of Jesus Christ in a way everyday people can experience and understand that he might draw all people unto himself. Being so preoccupied with our cherished circle of friends that we leave no room in our attention or in our hearts for the stranger and the seeker who come among us. Depicting the cause of Christ as the work of one political party or another, treating those who disagree with our politics as being outside the faith. Consuming all we have upon ourselves and leaving no time or money for generosity to those in need. Giving no thought to those outside God's family and our daily opportunities to build relationships with new people and offer them a loving invitation to Christ's table. Everywhere God shows us the curtains we've hung, the divisions we've made, we must follow Jesus and join him in his unifying work of tearing them down. Now this work is hard. It demands soul-searching prayer and courageous action. It requires changing some of our old attitudes and habits. But when we join Christ in his mission of bringing people together in his name, when the curtains come down, wonderful blessings come our way. The late Senator John McCain was for several years a prisoner of the North Vietnamese. His plane was shot down on a mission over North Vietnam. And once during his captivity, he was found to be communicating with a friend in the cell next door, and that was strictly forbidden. So he was taken out of his cell and put in what was called a punishment cell and was seated on a stool and bound very tightly with ropes in a position that was designed to inflict constant pain on the sufferer. There McCain was, hour after hour. And then, late that night, 
door of his cell opened and a guard walked quietly in. He didn't say a word to McCain. John said he never looked him in the eye. But he came up behind him and he loosened the ropes that were binding him. And then he left. He had a few hours of relief. But just before dawn, the guard returned, came back into his cell, and again, without saying a word, tightened those ropes back up so the next guard to come on duty would not know what he had done. McCain said he seldom saw that guard. When he did, the guard almost seemed to intentionally look away from McCain. He never, he never met eyes with him. They never exchanged a word of conversation. Until one Christmas day. And McCain saw six of those in captivity. He was allowed to go out into the courtyard outside the cell block where he had been kept so long and he said it was a rare privilege and joy to be able to look up and see the sky and as he was enjoying his Christmas feast of being out in the open he noticed out of the corner of his eye that that guard was standing next to him again the guard spoke not a word he didn't look at John McCain but he took his boot and with the toe he he drug it through the dirt in the courtyard and traced out a cross McCain said the two of them stood there each looking at that cross in a moment of amazing connection and fellowship. And then the guard, wondering who else was watching, brushed that cross away and went on his way again. Later, John McCain wrote about what that meant to him. He wrote, we never worshipped together again. But I've never forgotten him or the kindness he showed me as a testament to the faith we shared. That experience helped to form my lasting appreciation of my own faith, and it took the faith of an enemy to reveal it to me. The faith that unites and never divides. The faith that bridges unbridgeable divisions in humanity. The faith that we all, sinners and saints alike, are children of God. I became a better man, he wrote. A stronger man. A more faithful man who, for at least a moment, could love his enemies. If a faith silently shared in Jesus brought those two enemies together, if only 
for an act of compassion? What curtains can we tear down to bring God's people together in a lost world to Christ? At this table, we are one. And any curtain that divides us must come down. Father, we thank you just now for these precious gifts that help us to worship and to meet you here at your table. We thank you for this bread and this cup and what they represent to us through faith in Christ. Your body, your blood, given in love for us that we might be one with God and one with each other. This is your table. May we now, in reverence, and in trust, meet you here. Amen. I'm going to give you a little bit of homework on your way out. We've talked about the difference Christ makes, how he makes us one, how he inspires us and empowers us to tear down curtains that would divide us. As you leave, and somebody to say, I love you. And I cherish the friendship and the faith we share in Jesus Christ. Will you do that? Okay. If you say no, I'm not going to let you go. <laughs> Be here till supper time. No. As you leave the service today, there is hope for this divided, broken world. And it is Jesus. Because the Jesus who tore down the wall of separation between us and God is the same Jesus who can tear down the walls that divide us from each other. It all begins when we know who we are and what we have in him. In Jesus, we are one in the bond of love. Thank you.